0: Hey everybody, the market is changing. The real estate market in the fall of 2022 is nothing like it's been for the last year, couple of years, even six months. But in this episode, we're giving you all the reasons why you do not need to panic. It's going to be okay. And we're here to tell you why. Listen in. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive.
1: Hi, everyone. Well, fun news. Jamie and I (laughs) just realized as we were talking about recording today that this is
0: our 86th podcast episode. Yeah, 86. Okay. Wow, how so, have we been doing it this long? <laughs> I know, right? The time has gone by really fast. So, um side notes, there's been a couple that we have scrapped that never actually made it to publication that so if you count them all there may only be like 83. I don't <laughs> yeah. know, something like that. But uh but yeah, we've been around we've been around we've hmm. talked about a few things. But I think something that maybe people um look hopefully you look forward to right or at least you're wondering about especially right now is
1: the state of the market. Yeah,
0: what kind of condition the market is in? Because we've been through, you know, in our, what, three years of podcasting? podcasting four years, whatever yes, it's been. It
1: has been a... There was
0: some pre-planning time in yeah. there too. We've been through a uh, kind of a
1: roller coaster of a market. Yes, yes, we have. And this market is, you know, things are shifting, things are changing. Totally. And there's no way to predict what Will be happening six months from now. We just can't ever predict that. But this is a really interesting market. And so, really, you know, today it's about fall 2022 and the state (laughs) of the market.
0: A hundred percent, yes. That's the most common question we always get is, how's the market? What's going on in the market? And I think the headline news lately have been interest Interest rates. rates. Interest rates, yes. And part of that is because we have just come off of a string of, you know, the the most of the last 10-ish years being so low for interest rates. I mean, we broke records for for, low interest rates. Yeah, having incredibly low interest rates. And now they're on their way back up have been for a little while since the beginning of the year really though, you know
1: the one thing to point out though with mm-hmm. where they're sitting now it's not as if they're the highest terrible. That, you know oh my not gosh terrible. yeah they're not higher than the average that we've seen right so
0: we should find some graphs and put them on we'll put them on our rmp facebook page so that you can see what some of the past interest rates have been because in the sixes-ish, which depending on when you listen to this, maybe today or maybe a week from now or past. Maybe even
1: a month from now. Yeah, so.
0: or, or who knows. But um, it's it's really not all that bad, even though I know that if you were a buyer a year ago, Looking at four-something or maybe even three-something, three something. Um, six feels like a lot. And it, it, it is. But also, what's changed? Your your buyer power has your changed. Your buyer power has definitely changed. To your advantage. I will say, as far as um, being a seller's market, versus is a buyer's market. Correct.
1: And a seller's market...
0: Oh, the last
1: years have been in favor of the sellers, haven't they? Competition city, and you throw
0: everything at the wall to see what sticks. So true, so true. Buyers were having to give up so much. I mean, um, we both worked with folks who decided hey, listen, I, I guess to get this house, I may have to forego my home inspection. Which, which we, is something
1: we never we recommend. We never
0: recommend. It, it's always up to the client, right, to make the decision. And and that was a really hard thing to see buyers decide that they had to do. And, um, it, you know, we, we don't want to make that, again, we don't want to make that recommendation, but... Buyers were definitely having to lay a lot of things out on the line. and um, They weren't so, able to get any closing, closing costs covered. They were having to fight for prices even well up and above, above asking. Price. So yeah. Yeah. those kinds of things we are seeing turn around. So if you're a buyer yeah, your interest rate maybe isn't as great as it could have been. But But your buyer power is higher.
1: Being able to do all the inspections you want to, you know, many of the inspections that you should be doing. Totally. Um, Being able to ask for closing costs, get a better price for the home and negotiate on said price. And let's go back to closing costs a little bit. Yes. um, Which has been something that's impossible to get, you know, years prior.
0: Right. In the last couple of years, it's it's been super hard to write an offer for a buyer who would have liked to have asked the seller for some of those closing costs back. Now, um, with the tables turned a little bit, houses being on the market just a little bit longer, um, we're seeing the power come back to the buyer and maybe they can get a few thousand dollars um, or more. In seller-paid
1: closing costs. In seller-paid
0: closing costs. And what that means for you as the buyer is... On closing day, you're not bringing as much cash to the table. So you've got that money left in your pocket for updates, changes, new furniture, hiring a moving company, whatever it is that you, you do with your cash, putting it in savings. Um, having some of those, having the ability to negotiate with a seller and get some closing costs paid is a big advantage for a buyer.
1: Very much is. And so mm-hmm. something like that is now, you know, it's
0: not always back on the table, but it's it definitely back a on the dream. table. Yeah, exactly, <laughs>
1: um,
0: negotiating power. It, yeah. Uh, again, yes, closing costs, but not just closing costs. Even on list price, we're we're sort of able or, or seeing the potential more often now than we have for the last couple of years for buyers to be able to negotiate a little bit. And let's be honest, some buyers out there, they just really aren't interested in buying unless they feel like they, they can get a deal. Had a good negotiation experience. And that's, yes. Everybody's different, right? Everybody has
1: a different market <laughs> that fits them the best. Mm-hmm. But if you're that type of buyer, yep. now is the time. Right. Well, despite even, the
0: interest rates. Even the people who... Gosh, they want to think about making a big decision. They want to sleep on it.
1: <laughs> Th- that was not something we could always recommend to no. people a year ago, two years ago. Right. You can actually, most of the time, take a moment to take a deep breath right. and sleep on it. Maybe now. you can even see a house twice.
0: Yes. <laughs> Maybe you can get in for more than a 15-minute showing appointment. <laughs> exactly. You Wait, know, the, the biggest yeah. thing
1: that I I am telling all my buyers right now, mm-hmm. you know, the market has shifted. That There's no denying that. right. But right. at the end of the day you know what we're really facing is you know pe- there's still people that need to buy and sell what if you're having oh, sure. that third baby and you have a house to sell and you right. you know it only right. has 3 bedrooms you know you're running out of room yep. Yep. you know there's always situations that arise that cause a home change or you, where you need a home totally. change and so at the end of the day move when you need to move mm-hmm. and Many times, you know, we can see what goes on with interest rates as long as we're running numbers with your mortgage lender, making sure you feel comfortable with where they're sitting. Right then we can make sure you feel comfortable financially but then we also can make sure that we're getting you into a home at the best price we can and if interest rates ever drop you have you know you yeah. could you could always
0: look at refinancing down the road true true and that actually brings us into another good point correct the our mortgage people are coming up with and and some of this isn't brand new but they are coming up with ways to help ease some of the burden of the higher interest rates correct. too they are getting very creative and we're seeing the return of adjustable rate mortgages yes. sometimes. And and they're more careful now than they maybe used to be. Used with to be yes. like caps on how high they can go when they adjust. Um, you can do those ARMS, they call them ARM, adjustable rate mortgage, yeah. um, for three years or seven years or ten years. And I've seen years. them at 10 years it, and before they'll have an interest yeah. rate jump. And if right. as long as you
1: refinance mm-hmm. or you know, if you refinance or move, before those, or move or sell your home, you know, before those 10 years, I you, mean, let's get real. Okay.
0: Tasha, what do you think the average, and we're just going off the cuff here. This isn't like, we didn't statistically research this, but we've got a pretty darn good finger on the pulse of the market. How long do people, especially if they're like first or second time homebuyers, how long do they stay in their house before they move? <laughs> well, if they're first time homebuyers, I would lower the range yeah. that
1: I generally tell people. In that time frame, first time mm-hmm. homebuyers, I generally say four to I don't know, six four years, to six, four yeah. to six years. I'm a total um, anomaly. We were in our house
0: for 12. I, but, but then but then normally, normally first
1: I would say here. just kind of <laughs> across the board, average range that people are in their yeah. homes, I would say somewhere between five to seven years. Sure,
0: sure. And again, with this adjustable rate mortgage, basically what we're saying is, these programs are offering a lower rate than what the standard rate is. So maybe you're going in and you're looking at six point whatever, and the adjustable rate is five point something. I mean, it's not half, but uh, it can be be less. And with the average home buyer not, or or at least some home buyers not staying in a house even as long as that uh, ARM extends for, it, it could be something to consider. Talk to your mortgage lender. We'll get you in touch with a mortgage lender look if at those numbers, you to look at.
1: If you're in the home for longer than 10 years, what that looks like. There's yeah. lots of things to look oh, into. For sure. We're not saying, just do this, and we're, there's no oh, more yeah, conversations no. on it. <laughs> Very much not saying that. Yeah, but there are totally. other programs and options mm-hmm. out there. You were just telling me about one that pre-locking. Yes, with pre-locking. Well, and I don't
0: so. even know if that's actually what it's called. But um, there are some lender opportunities out there where the mortgage lender will actually let you lock your rate before you even find a house and have a contract on it. Now, there's a lot of terms and conditions. Um, one of the most important ones to point out being you have to find a house within a certain amount of time because you're going to have to close on it by the time that that rate lock expires. So if you're just getting started, don't even really know what you're looking for, locking a rate before you have a house in mind might not be, it might not be the right time for you, but, after you've seen a few houses, if it's a program that your lender is able to offer to you, and the lender is anticipating rates to continue to go up, um, then maybe locking now, with in putting yourself on a little bit of a you know crunch, then to find a house within two weeks or three weeks or whatever the time frame allows, um, might be an option worth considering. Yep. so Another thing too that I uh, that we were talking about briefly was, um, and they used to do this a long time ago, but buying down the interest rate, buying down points. Yes. Um, there's some pros and cons to that too. Again, great conversation to have with your, your lender, lender if that's a good idea for you. And so. do keep
1: in mind, not all mortgage lenders offer oh, all uh, the programs. Yeah, exactly. You know, th- this is these are just options that we've seen and we've helped yep. clients with. But you know, each lender is different and so it's very important to keep
0: that in mind yeah. so so I think we can maybe wrap this up by saying we don't know what's going to happen in the future. No, we do not. <laughs>
1: I, I, we don't have a crystal ball in front of us. No. And,
0: um, Wish we did, but we don't. I, everybody out there will give different advice. Like if you do a Google search for what's the what's real estate market like in 2022, half the websites are saying it's absolutely going to crash. Half the websites are saying rates are going to get better. Um, I think we have to fall somewhere in the... We anticipate, at least in the short term, rates maybe continuing to go up, maybe a little bit slower, though, than they yes. have, would you say? I would I would hope that it would be a
1: little bit slower. Yeah, yeah. But, again, we just don't know for sure. Right,
0: and then potentially stabilizing. And um, uh, I guess what we, what we talked about right before we hit record in this podcast was we don't think it's terribly likely that waiting around is going to Get you the opportunity to lock a rate that we saw a year ago, yes, or eight, eight or ten ex- months ago. Exactly. We just—it's again, anything is possible, but the likelihood that we would get near to record-breaking lows again with interest rates—probably anytime soon. Not. I'm not anticipating. Yeah, it. yeah. But again, we are not mortgage lenders, <laughs> and we are not experts We're on not, inflation yes. or public you know, political policy or any any of that. So the one,
1: um, Yeah. One thing I can say, especially when everyone, you you know, half the sites that you read on the market today is good news to say that there's an emergency. Exactly. Oh, it's going to (laughs) crash is one thing about the Fargo, Moorhead, West Mm -hmm. Fargo market is that we don't see the high highs and we don't see the low lows of other areas In the U.S. And we're lucky for that. We're lucky for that. The last time that our area, this area, saw depreciation was 2011 and 2008 Mm -hmm. during the housing bubble crisis. And both those depreciation rates were less than 2%. So we don't like I said, see the high highs. We don't yeah. see the low lows. We tend to stay a little bit more conservative with those numbers. So I think this is a really mm-hmm. important factor to take into consideration and, and totally. just keep that in mind as you're thinking is now the time, right. should we wait? And, and if anyone ever wants to learn more, Jamie and I are always available to answer phone calls, questions, messages,
0: happy to help. We would love to help. So thank you so much for tuning in and see you on episode 87. 87.
1: Thanks for listening. Just think, you could hear from us every day if we were
0: your realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just reach out. We'd love to hear from you and be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at RealtormomsPodcast.com or iTunes. This
1: podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.